Welcome to the Vineyard Church Podcast. For more information, visit us at vkcwest.com. All right, so um, last Sunday, uh, Nathan Martik brought a great message, so encouraging. Uh, such an encouraging message, just like bringing us back to um, just a place of uh, uh, contentment, a place of trusting in Jesus, a place of, uh, you know, not striving beyond, you know, really, you know, where we can sit into life and, and just really basing our life in Jesus. And so, so I, I just thought it was a great message. I, I watched it online last night when I got back uh, from a trip. But um, today we're going to look at the law of the harvest. And so, the law of the harvest is found in Galatians 6. So if you, if you have a Bible app or a Bible, you can turn there. Galatians 6, verse 7 uh, of, of Galatians 6. Um, so if you have like New Year's resolutions, or if you have goals for 2022, or, or, or dreams or things that you're desiring to happen, uh, maybe it's for your business, uh, maybe it's for your career, uh, maybe it's for your relationships. Maybe it's for your body. Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's for your finances. But 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 right this time of year, we we start thinking like, what what do I re- what life do I really want? Like you know, what what could I change this year? What could I do? And and I don't need to share the statistics with you. Like uh, New Year's resolutions uh, within three weeks, most are just like, Pfft. all right. All right, I did that. That's good. You know, and so, I mean, I think we probably should just say, hey, let's, for, for three weeks, I'm going to do such and such, you know, and then we'd succeed, right? We'd have that down. Um, but, uh, you know, I think only 8%, you know, follow through that sort of thing. And I, I don't quite honestly think that that's because it's a bad thing. <clears throat> but I think that um, a lot of times there's unrealistic expectations or um, unrealistic methods about going about those things. Uh, I think part of it's because we want, we want instant results, right? I mean, cause we watch TV and, you know, we see, uh, like there's this new workout machine and you see LeBron James on there and he, LeBron James is just stacked. I mean, he's just, he has more than, than most of us, you know, uh, just naturally. And he's on there and I'm like, yeah, right. You use that machine, you know, like, it's just like, that's how you got that fit. No way. Uh, and so, so it's just, and then you, you ever see like the things like you, you know, wrap your abs and it's just on there. And all of a sudden you've got washboard abs, you know, just like five minutes a day, you know, you just do the thing, you know? And, and so there's all these products out there that, that tell us, you know, if you just do this, you'll get it quickly, but health and good things that we desire and those things, they don't come quickly. Uh, they typically come through a lifestyle. And so if we want lasting change, we have to do things a certain way. And so if you have dreams, if you have New Year's resolutions or goals or hopes for 2022, today's for you. Um, but uh, I want to share it in the context of the law of the harvest. So Galatians 6, verse 7, let's look at it. It says, um, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh, their flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Okay, 
So verse seven, God has a way for life and actions within life. Don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. That's basically saying like, look, the way God set things up to be, his principles, his laws, those will follow through. That's how things will happen. It, it, it doesn't go a different way. And then he says, you will always harvest what you plant. What it's saying is like in the, in the original language is saying like a person will only reap what they sow. Now you Bible scholars may know a verse like in John, it says like when you go to a certain place, I believe Jesus speaking to his disciples, he says, you will reap where others have sowed. You know, you didn't sow anything and you'll, you'll reap where others have sowed, like good stuff, like harvest, the things of, of God. And so that happens sometimes, but nevertheless, sowing has happened. I mean, you see it in cities and neighborhoods and, um, you know, we've walked into a few different places, you know, throughout the United States to pastor churches. And, and, um, and when we walk in, we see the seeds sown by um, the faithful Christians in that area. And we, we see some of that harvest. And then, and then we see what we join in there and do that. Um, we've also seen some of the negative stuff, some of the stuff that's been sown in by in, in a negative way in the unhealth in communities, uh, relationship wise and in other ways. So a way or action of life is likened to a seed that is planted. So this is, this is a way that I go about things. It's a way that I go about, about, um, about anything in my life. Now, you will look at this, and it speaks specifically about um, sowing to the flesh or to the spirit. <clears throat> we can get super dialed in on that and say, well, no, that's just talking about flesh or spirit, like eternal life or not eternal life, death or life. But... This ripples out through every area of our lives. And so this has to do with everything. Um, a couple of years or about a year ago or so, um, I met this, uh, I met this, this car salesman and, uh, it was through just kind of different events and, and got there and talking to him. And, and, uh, he shared with me that, that he had, um, gotten a Bible from a friend. And, and he, but he said, as you can see, I've never read it, you know? And I said, well, I didn't know. I, I, you know, I don't know if you've ever read it. And, and, and I just said to him, I said, well, you know, would you be excited about reading it? He goes, sure. I don't know. And I said, well, okay. So do you have any dreams or goals? He says, yeah, I'd like my business to get better. I said, okay. So I told him about the law of the harvest. So the guy texts me that night, like 10, 30 nights. He's so excited. I'm like, yeah, this is good stuff. This is awesome. You know, because I told him how like you, you'll reap what you sow. So if you, you know, prospect in your business, like sales, you know, if you're, if you plant seed and you're communicating with people, you'll reap a harvest in your business. And uh, um, it was interesting though, his friend um, uh, had given him the Bible. And so he texted his friend and says, I'm finally reading the Bible you sent me. And he, he, he told me, Later on, though, that his friend texted him and said, said, hey, um, no, because he was excited about what I told him about how to apply this to his real life. And his friend texted, nope, doesn't have to do with that. It doesn't have to do with that. It just has to do with the spirit, this thing, you know, and so you can't apply it to your business, whatever. I'm like, oh, vey. you know, like, I mean, the, the word of God is living and active and it works itself into every area of our life. And so that's that's a big mistake that we make when we approach the the Bible based upon just religious terms. Like the Bible is a book about life. And so so I told him I said I said, "Well, you, sorry, your friend's wrong." You know? Like, you know, it's just 
This applies to every area of your life. You can apply this law of harvest to every area of your life. So the concept is you'll harvest what you plant, okay? Um, shared before, just because it's so good, you know, out here in these fields, right? They plant soybeans, they get soybeans. They plant corn, they get corn. They rotate it every year. I've never seen corn grow when they plant soybeans. It just doesn't happen. And so it is with our hearts, with our minds, with our lives, that if we plant something, that's what we get. Um, the major categories of seed and are, of seed are sinful nature and Holy Spirit. So you can, you can plant seed that will um, feed the sinful nature. In other words, that which goes against the way God set things. Or you can plant seed that will join with the Holy Spirit and God's ways of do- doing things. And then you can just filter that into every area of life. You can filter that practically and say, well, the way things work, like God's principles, God's laws, and the way you know that they don't work. Like my way, I'm going to do it, right? Um, all of my sons at different points when they, uh, you know, were little, uh, they would get to a point and say, I do it. I'm doing it. It's like, okay, that square peg does not go in the round hole. I do it. It's like, it doesn't work, you know, and it just, I do it. And you know, we look at that and we can see so clearly with, with the little ones, but we do that in our lives all the time. When it comes to God, we say, well, I do it. And God's like, I kind of created it to work this way and it doesn't work that way or it's gonna damage. And um, and so it, it ends up bringing a different result. And so um, you can sow seeds for sinful nature, which brings a harvest of decay and death. And so you could equate that to simple areas of your life, whether it's finances or relationships, um, or health, that if you do things differently than, than God's way, then it will ultimately reap in the death of uh, your finances, the death of that relationship, um, or, or it just brings damage. You're just beating yourself up, right? Uh, if you've ever seen a good Jim Carrey movie, that guy beats himself up you know, all the time. If you ever see him, he, you know, he, he, you know, he'll, he'll punch himself and do these things. I forget which movie it was, but it's hysterical. He's like, what are you doing? He goes, I'm, I'm, I won't use the language, but he's just like, I'm beating myself up, you know? And, and we look at that again and we say, how silly, but, but don't we do that to ourselves when we do things differently than God's way, or we can sow seeds for the Holy, for Holy Spirit, which brings a harvest of everlasting life, Right. So we do things God's way and we actually get life. We actually get things the way, the way that they work. Um, so think uh, law of gravity. Okay. Law of gravity. We all know it. It's pretty good. And, and it's just, you know, I could jump off this building. I'm going to come straight into the law of gravity. Um, I could tell myself as many times as I could that, that, that there's something different than that, but I would hit it every time. And so think about that, that there's, laws of relationships. There's laws of money. Um, there's laws of communication. Um, there's laws of health, like God made our bodies um, a certain way. And so we push up right up against those things. So um, courage is needed to continue to do good or so to the Holy Spirit. In verse nine, it says, so let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. See, so where it says at the right time, it's the word kairos used for time. And it's like the appointed time, like the, 
like full time, like the good time, that there's a certain time for this. And don't you know that, that like perseverance is needed. And it's saying, don't lose heart. Don't give up courage. So the opposite of what happens is we get discouraged and we get discouraged. And then the, the, the temptation is, is, um, is to give up by compromising, right? Because it's not that we give up and say, well, um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to have relationship or I'm not going to have finances or I, I'm not going to, uh, you know, uh, succeed at my job or my company's not going to any of those things. Or um, we don't say that. No, what we do is we decide we're going to do it our way. And then we do it our way. And, and now we've stepped into sowing seed that actually damages or, or, or is on the road to death. And this is just the way that God made things. And, and it's pretty clear. And we know it too. Like, um, I mean, I, like I like ice cream. Anybody else like ice cream? Maybe not today. You know, it's pretty cold out. But, you know, and, and, and a little bit of ice cream is good. I mean, well, a lot of bit, a lot of ice cream is good too, right? You know, uh, you know, I mean, uh, and uh, especially, you know, if it's cold, like we came in from our trip last night, we got in and she's like, I asked Michelle, I said, so well, what do we have to eat? And she goes, we have stuff, you know, and it's just, we just, so we just, we eat whatever we have because we're gone for about a week and, and we just, you just eat what's there. Right. And there's some good stuff. And uh, so, but you know, if I just eat like, um, you know, a bunch of ice cream, like, and, and that's like my main staple, or if I eat like a, uh, there used to be like some weightlifters. They would have a way they would eat like a gallon of ice cream, like a day or whatever, you know, for to bulk up or whatever. And you look and you say, well, I'd like to try that, you know. Uh, but, but right, you're going to get certain results because that's not healthy. You know, no matter how you slice it, that's not healthy. And so um, you've seen people try, like they've gone and said, well, I'm just going to eat fast food from this place um, for, for like a year or whatever. And it, you know, what happens is, is they get unhealthy, uh, they gain weight, you know, past a, a, an unhealthy, a healthy level and, uh, their cholesterol and all their numbers goes out of whack and liver functions and all these things. And, and it's just you, like, you can't fight it. You're just going to get that result. Um, you know, in relationships, um, you know, like there's a, typically a formula, like just when it comes to like, having a healthy relationship, regardless of other things, um, all things being equal, you know, if you have, uh, four positive interactions to one negative interaction in a relationship, you'll typically have a good relationship. That's what studies show. Same thing too. If you have four negative to one positive, things are going to be bad. And so it, a lot of times turning a relationship around or, or, you know, you, you just have positive interactions, you know, because then everybody's like, oh, okay, this is good. And, and, and you say, well, what about the problem? Well, uh, the problem isn't as big a deal anymore because you've been focusing on having positive interactions. You're working through it, right? And so some of those things, you know, are things to think about when it comes to that. But it says, you know, don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. And so it says, it says um, at the right time, you'll get a harvest of blessing. Now, what is that? Well, it's, it's, it's like all of God's stuff. It's God and his stuff. And I'm not saying you approach God for his stuff, but like blessing is saying that God gives you what's his. He gives you of himself and gives to you so that you have more of what is of his. And so when you do walk through and you get this harvest of blessing, you get God and his things. And, um, you know, like when you set a goal, like if you have a goal for uh, your health this year, well, if you set out and you, and you walk through and you do things according to like 
the way health is set out and God set the body to be, or, or if you, or maybe it's your finances this year that you say, you know, I'm going to turn my finances around. Well, you know, um, people like Dave Ramsey and others, you know, that tell you about finances, you know, they say like, you can do a few things with money. You can, right. You can, you can spend it, you can save it or you can give it. Right. And so, so typically you want to be doing all three of those things. If you do that in 2022, just in general, we get more specific, your finances will, will be healthier. Uh, in, in 2022, a lot of times finances get unhealthy because we're just spending it, right? We're not saving or giving or, we, you know, so we get out of whack. Um, you know, um, so you'll get God and all that he brings with that, right? You'll see growth with that. Um, there's temptation um, to compromise. And so it's just basically saying like, you know, if my business, like if I don't have enough margin in my business, well, um, what are my options there if I'm not going to do things God's way? Well, uh, you know, I could, I could fudge on my, uh, you know, my taxes. Um, you know, I could, uh, um, I could, you know, play around with, you know, I, if I'm giving a certain thing to a person, I'm not going to give them, you know, the full measure of what they got, you know, because they're not going to weigh it and I'm going to give them that. So I'm really, you know, selling them three quarters, you know, of a pound versus a pound and they get that. So there's, there's all these games that businesses can play to try to do those things. Right. And, and, and you say, well, people don't do that. Oh yeah, they do. It, it happens all the time. Right. And, and so um, when we do those things, we enter into darkness, like we're hiding things. Right. And so when there's hidden things, that's, that's where sin grows. That's where, and so we're doing things and we're sowing seeds into death, you know, into, into that, um, you know, when it comes to, uh, when it comes to relationships, you know, I can compromise in relationships and I can say, well, God, I know that you say that, you know, this is, you know, this is how things work with relationships, um, or this is how things work, you know, when it comes to this area or this thing or that thing. And, and you just say, you know, I'm going to do it my way. Uh, I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to supersede that. Or I think that this is actually this. And, uh, you know, relationships are one of the biggest ways because people, um, one of the biggest things I hear is I talk to people about real issues is like, well, yeah, that was at a different time in a different place. You know, and so when it comes to money or when it comes to giving or it comes to relationships or it comes to health or it comes to these things or it comes to the Bible, you know, times have changed are these things. Oh, yes, things have changed and we're in different time, but principles don't change. Laws don't change. Things that God set out don't change. And it's not because he's the great killjoy, but it's because like this is how it works. You know, Um our flight that we were taking back yesterday, right about a couple of days before we saw this snowstorm coming in and, and, you know, they had on their list, you know, that these cities will be affected by uh, the snow. And, and so we're wondering, is our flight going to be canceled? Or are we going to, you know, what's going to happen? And, and then they add our city to that. And it says, you know, if you're flying into one of these cities or flying from them, you can actually just change your flight. And, uh, you know, within 14 days, you can, you know, do it, do it the way you were going to do it and with no charge. And so we're thinking to ourselves, like, should we, you know, jump the gun and, and just, you know, so that we get out ahead of this thing and change it. And, but then it's like, Hey, we won't be back for church, you know, and, um, you know, all these things, well, how is this going to affect this? And, and we came to a place saying, you know what? We really believe that the airline industries like know how to do what they do, right? I mean, that's not in all of history. That's not necessarily true, but um, 
but like right now with technology and where things sit, like they know what they're going to do. So we trusted like, cause I look at our flight and it's like on time, on time, on time. I'm like, really? You know, we're going from, you know, the sunny West coast to this thing. And it's like negative this and blizzards coming in. And I, now I did text my, uh, my farm boys from Iowa, you know, uh, I've got a couple, you know, Kevin and, and Chris, you know, like they, they, I text them and I say, Hey, Hey, what's the weather going to do? And I believe them over the, the other people. And, and they say, well, it's going to go North and this is going to happen. And these things, and they've got their whole thing. But, uh, I just trusted that, that the airlines would do things a certain way based upon principles and rules. But can you imagine if they said, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, we're, we're just going to do it differently because, because that's how we, like, we think we're going to do it differently versus like what really works or the laws of, you know, like aerodynamics and that sort of thing. No, we've got this theory, you know, I don't want them trying that out on me. You know, um, I, I believe that when the, the plan, the plane lands, you know, like I'm thinking to myself as we're landing, uh, cause I always pray when I, uh, when I, uh, when I fly, I, I bless the plane. I bless the, the, um, the navigation system. I bless the, the wheels. I bless the brakes, all those things. And, and it keeps me from anxiety, you know, about those things. Bless the, the, uh, the crew, bless the pilots, all that kind of stuff, bless our route. And so as we're landing and we're going, I'm thinking to myself, like, I, I just, a new thought came in. How do they stop? Like when it's, you know, when it's slick with ice and stuff, or have they done that? And I'm, I'm just trusting that they've done their job. Do you get it? Like if we applied the way that we lie to ourselves sometimes, if, if they applied the way that we lie to ourselves or tell ourselves excuses to the airline industry, we'd have a lot of problems. But like we're good doing it with our lives, right? Like a lot of our excuses about things, what are they? Like I heard one person, Navy SEAL, he says, excuses are the lies that we tell ourselves. And so we have all these different things that we want to change things. We want to do things differently. But God says like, hey, I'm not trying to ruin things. I'm not trying to keep you from fun. But I'm just telling you, like, if you do it this way, it's going to hurt you. And it's going to hurt others. And so do it my way. That's what he's talking about. In verse 10, he says, therefore, um, therefore, and anytime you see there's a therefore, it's saying, like, what was before that, what it was for. And so every kairos or opportunity, do good for others. So here's the key. Doing good is a way or mode of life that brings about God's blessing. So it's, it's just saying, like, it's saying that a, an appointed time or a time of blessing will come, like, when that comes. But then it's saying, like, make your life about that, like, about stepping into appointed times, like, doing good to other people. And that's a way to frame all of this stuff up. So, but what it comes through, though, is first Peter five, verse six. This is what it says, because success comes through humility. Whatever your goal is, whatever your, uh, your new year's resolution is, whatever your dream is, whatever your hope is for 2022, this is the way to go about it. It says, humble yourselves, therefore under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. And again, this is that word kairos, again, that there's a pointed time for it. Uh, and so humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. So humble yourself is to bring yourself in alignment with God's way. Is to, to align yourself with him. And so the power of God 
when it says it here, it's actually hand. Other versions say hand. So humble yourself under the hand of God. You know, when I think of hand, like God having a hand, uh, it actually, you know, I think of like um, ability. Like if somebody has a hand, like they can do things and grab things and move things and help things and, and they can wave and they can, like there's a strength to it and they can reach and they can, they can rescue and, and all those things. And so if you humble yourself under God's hand or God's ways, then you can actually what? You can actually be lifted up in due time. So it's saying, I'm going to actually put myself, I'm going to lower myself in 2022 and put myself under God's ways for whatever hope or desire or, or uh, resolution or goal that I have. I'm going to say, I'm going to put myself under God's ways with that. And in due time, I'm going to be lifted up by him in a harvest of that. So the way forward is to return to basics. Now, this isn't in, um, this isn't in your, uh, on the screen here, but Revelations 2.5, Jesus is speaking to the church in Ephesus, and he says to them, he says, I know all these things about you. I know all the good things you've done. I, I mean, it's amazing what you've done, but he says, I have this against you. He says, you've left your first love for me and for others. And, you know, Jesus explains love as obedience, that if you love me, you'll obey me. So in other words, doing things his way. And so this is what he says to them. He says, look how far you've fallen. Turn back to me and do the works you did at first. If you don't repent, I will come and remove your lampstand from its place among the churches. And so the way forward is, is just through the basics, like to return to basics, right? Like Vince Lombardi, like he goes to his football team and, and you know, they all know what a football is, but he says, you know, gentlemen, this is a football right? And, and so that's what Jesus does over and over again, getting back to basics. So all of that to say this, that's like the bigger structure of the way that things work. You have God's ways that bring about God's things, and then you have uh, ways that can bring about other things, right? Death or life, you have that. And so as you look at 2022, your goals, your resolutions, those things, First, this, seek first God's kingdom. Matthew 6, verse 33. That's what Jesus says. Seek first God's kingdom and all these other things will be added unto you. And so you have a goal, you have something you want to change in your life. First, seek God. Like Kim said, you know, with the, the Bible program, that's just, a, it's like a chapter a day for three years and you'll read through the whole Bible. You could read faster than that. I may even be able to, too. And so, um, and so, uh, so what we're, what we, what you do though is you get a consistency, a consistency of seeking God's face, a consistency of seeking Him, and and what that does is it aligns the rest of your life. And so, the next thing is this: is choose one area of your life and do it God's way. So, what's the biggest point of pain in your life right now? Yeah. Like the biggest thing that you say, I need to make a change in this area. What's the biggest thing? Like for me, I'm making changes like with my, my diet and exercise and things. I'm making changes because my doctor told me to. Decided I'm not going to argue with him anymore. Make these changes, these things get healthier in these areas. 
What's the, what's the biggest point of pain? You know, is, is it a relationship? Have you said, I'm going to do it my way, and you think you're going to end up, you know, to, at the same place of health and life, but, but you know, but you're going to do it differently? Is it, is it, is it finances, you know? Is it, uh, uh, is it health, like me? Which area is it? But line up one area of your life and then say, I'm going to do this area God's way. Don't stress about, don't stress about like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do everything right. I'm just going to, I'm going to do it all. Like it, I'm going to be so dialed. Like everybody's going to be, I'm going to be, everybody's going to come after me. <clears throat> it doesn't work that way. Because typically if you look at the greatest point of pain in your life, it's because you have, it's a disproportionate habit. It, it, it's a disproportionate thing in your life that is affecting all the other areas in your life. And so if you focus on that point of pain, that one thing, typically other things will come together on that. And so what is it? If you have a pen, write it down. Say, I will do finances God's way in 2022. I will uh, treat my body uh, God's way in 2022. I will, uh, treat my marriage God's way in 2022. Uh, you know, whatever it is, whatever that thing is, write it down and then seek him and be, and, and ask him to take you through a master's course in 2022. Show me how to do this. Don't worry, worry about all the other areas, just that one area. God, take me into this and watch all the other areas in your life will start to pull together as well but just the greatest point of pain in 2022. And something to help understand this or, or look at this, um, uh, one of the things we did uh, while we were visiting family in San Diego, where we're from, uh, is we went paddle boarding. And I wasn't really looking forward to it because I, I surf and, and do different things in the water, but um, we had only, I'd only paddle boarded once before and, and it was super windy and, and we just spent all of our time falling in the water and it was cold. And, and so I'm just like, ah, it was just different different than surfing or other things. Well, so we're going down there. It's raining. And I'm, I'm telling Michelle, I'm like, this is going to be terrible. It's going to rain. It's going to be, we're going to, nobody's going to have any fun. And she's like, well, maybe we're just going to choose joy. And you know, maybe it's just going to be good. And it was amazing the the sun like opened up just right around us and we're doing it. But um, we're sitting there and we're in the place and, 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 and I'm like, do we have a guide that we go out with? And, and, and the guys are, nope. And they go, dad, you're in charge. And so it's us and, uh, Michelle's, um, uh, nephews and, and, uh, it, our nephews. And so, so, so they show, all right, here you, here's where you are. There's this. And Hey, they've got this red mark over here. Don't go here. Don't go that way. If you go that way, you're going out to sea, you know, and, and it's a lot worse out there and there's a storm coming in. And, but if you go here, you're safe. If you go here, you're safe. And most important, Keep this building always in your sight. If you keep this building in your sight, you'll be okay because this is where you need to return to. You'll know where you're at, all these things. And so the whole time, um, I, I'm, I'm keeping that building like that's where I'm lined up on. That's where I'm at. And, and I mean, that's what we're to do with Jesus. Just keep lined up. Keep where he's at. Keep his ways right there. And it worked, sort of. Uh, you know, I got back, but I didn't tell anybody else. <laughs> I didn't tell anybody else. And so it did start raining and the boys are like, 
you know, uh, you know, the five stooges, five cousins, they're on each other's boards and they're paddling like this and trying to gang up on the things. And I'm like, we've got to get the boards back. You know, they're due right now. And it was just this big scene, right? And I'm, Michelle's paddling, I'm like, where are the boards? You know, and they're going back the different way and everybody got back, but, but I didn't tell anybody else, but I knew exactly where I was going. And so let's do that in our own lives and let's do that together in 2022. Thanks for listening this week. If you are looking for ways to serve, give, or get connected, go to vkcwest.com.